you are listening to Blockchain Beat. This episode was previously featured on the Blockchain PR podcast. Hi there, my name is Ana Paula Picasso and you are listening to the Blockchain PR podcast. Do you know the differences between public blockchains? In this episode, myself and Konrad Roktovich explain the differences between Bitcoin and Ethereum blockchains and other more modern blockchains. We also talked about decentralized finance and why Konrad is looking for the next Bitcoin. Konrad is the founder and CEO at Ulan Labs, an agile software development company with a mission to help startups and medium-sized companies that utilize crypto and blockchain. And if you want to know more about how blockchain PR can help your business, just go to www.blockchainpr.online. So how are you today? Are you, where, where are you based at the moment? Like working from home uh, currently. Uh, yeah. So because the office is closed, obviously, yes, so all our, our guys uh, and their girls yeah, are working from home. Yeah, I am from Poland, yeah, from, uh, from Wrocław, which is a city near south-west uh, border. And then how is this, the coronavirus situation there? Do you guys have a lockdown? Yeah, we have a lockdown, yeah, and our government was quite good in the hurrying with the lockdown. Yeah, which is they don't do lots of things correctly. Yeah, but this time, yeah, they they just do the lockdown. The, probably the one one as a, one of the fastest governments in Europe. Yeah, just to start for people that not too familiar about the differences between blockchains, because there are public blockchains and there are private blockchains. So if you give a quick overview what the difference between them two, like private and, and public, and then we can go into the public blockchains. Yeah, of course, yeah. So the, the main difference between the public and the private blockchain is that uh, who can uh, access them, which by accessing them, uh, I mean, who can read the transactions in the blocks, yeah, blockchain, and who mm-hmm. can issue a transaction to the blockchain, yeah, basically, yeah. So in the public blockchain, yeah, anybody can do that. In the private blockchain, only the authorized people, yeah, probably within some kind of the private network, yeah, can uh, can access the blockchain, yeah. Which which is the one thing, yeah. The other thing that people uh, often uh, mistake is that the uh, accessing the blockchain and then participating in the block producing. Which is the participating participating in the in the consensus algorithm? So, yeah. So the so the, in the public blockchain, yeah, it's not that you can you can produce blocks, yeah. You, like for example, for the Bitcoin, you can produce blocks, but you need to have a CPU, you need to have a computer power. Uh, in in blockchains like the like proof of stake blockchains, what you need to do you, you need to do is you need to have a coins. Yeah. So only the the owners of the coins can produce the blocks. Yeah. So the producing the so is producing the blocks is a different thing than the reading and 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 issuing transactions. Can you give an example of private blockchains and the public blockchains? So for people to know. Yeah. Okay. So, so the, for the public blockchains, the mo- two most uh, important one or the well-known one are the is the is, is the Bitcoin and Ethereum. Basically, yeah, both are the mm-hmm. pr- proof of work 
blockchains here, the, they are the most stable one and most, let's say, trusted ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, they, 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 because the, the, regarding the Bitcoin, yeah, so, so we, Bitcoin is a, a, is a coin of, yeah, and also a network, yeah, which is a blockchain, it's a network, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, regarding the private blockchains, yeah, that we cannot tell, we cannot say about the networks because there is no one mm-hmm. private network, yeah, we can, we can, we can talk about the te- underlying technologies, yeah. So you have the yeah, technology, yeah. let's say, yeah, let's say hyper, Hyperledger fabric. And having that, using that technology, what you could do is you can create your own private blockchain, yeah, we, let's yeah. say within your own organization or within uh, multiple organizations. Yeah, I've heard some companies, they do private, they use private blockchains, uh, like IBM, for instance. Uh, most people, when they think about blockchain, they associate with cryptocurrencies. But there are different blockchains. They not they have nothing to do with um, with cryptocurrencies. So yeah, exactly. yeah. So that's very interesting. And then moving to the public blockchains, can you just start by explaining be- the differences between Bitcoin, the Bitcoin blockchain, and the Ethereum blockchain? And after that, we can branch out to the other public blockchains. The B- Bitcoin is the first one and the oldest one. Yeah. Uh, at, the, at the moment here yeah. and the, the both ethereum and the bitcoin they are the let's say i would call them like a old generation blockchains yeah they are proof of work blockchains which means that the to participate in the in the in the in the network to produce blocks you need to solve the the cryptographic puzzle that takes time yeah uh, yeah so it, and this is the main security main way how to protect the network yeah from the attackers yeah and the, the bitcoin is the first one as i said yeah the ethereum is a, a, a newer one yeah we could say that yeah the, the main difference i don't want to go into too much technical details but the main difference is that the ethereum gives you ability to run uh co- run code on the blockchain using the smart contracts yeah basically this is the, the main difference yeah between these two Okay, so the so the difference uh, that, that with Ethereum is that the Ethereum can run uh, code in the in the blockchain yeah, using the smart contracts. So, for example, what you could achieve in the Ethereum and you cannot achieve in the Bitcoin is that in the Ethereum, what you could do is, for example, you could create uh, co- uh, new coins on top of the uh, the the blockchain itself. Yeah, so this is the reason, for example, we have a uh, different coins, yeah, that all all sit on the Ethereum blockchain, yeah. Like let's say, for example, the all stable coins, yeah. That no, we can we can go back to to Ethereum later on and talk about decentralized finance. We have three categories of the of the block of the of the public blockchains, yeah. At the moment, yeah, we have the old ones. They are mostly using the proof of work uh, consensus algorithm. Then we have the newer one, yeah, which use the proof of stake. Uh, consensus algorithm. The the advantage of proof of stake, shortly speaking, is that the they this uh, this uh, uh, protocol allow, uh, allows you to uh, run transactions faster, which is the the main bottleneck for the for the old uh, blockchains. Yeah, they can only run a couple of the transactions a, a minute. Yeah, yeah. So 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 we have those two categories, and then there is a third one. Yeah, if I am saying about the uh, proof of about the consensus algorithm which is the proof of authority uh, which is the mostly used by the private blockchains 
uh, but there is one uh, blockchain that is using it, the public blockchain is using it, it's the, it's, it's the, the Ripple. Yeah, so we have those three uh, consensus algorithms. Yeah, and now if, for, for the proof of work, we don't, nobody is inventing new proof of work uh, uh, blockchains at the moment. The old one are, are the, the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and the other ones like the Litecoin, Dash, Monero, uh, and Zcash, yeah, these uh, these blockchains are mostly uh, uh, forks of the of the Bitcoin, or not forks by the but but they they share the same code base as the block uh, as the Bitcoin, yeah. Um, so they're not forks; they just use the same code base of Bitcoin. It depends. The, the fork has yeah, the fork has two meanings. Yeah, you can fork a, a blockchain. Yeah, so you start the new history, let's say. Um, or you can fork the code, yeah, and then you you can use that code here yeah, to build uh, new, uh, like to to change it a little bit and then create a new, a new blockchain from that. Yeah. I see. So just for people, just a quick example about, let's say, Bitcoin Cash, Bitcoin yeah. SV, any other ones, <laughs> Bitcoin Gold. So, There's so, so many Bitcoins. They so probably so the fork by fork you mean that they have common history yeah so the, right. some blocks some blocks are common for the bitcoin cash and for the bitcoin yeah for the bitcoin gold probably they don't have a i i, I cannot i cannot tell for sure but they I don't see. have a okay. com common history yeah they, they use the same ah. bitcoin they use the same bitcoin code yeah but they started the history from scratch i see so i didn't know that i didn't know that bitcoin gold wasn't a fork of the main bitcoin so you see, I learned a new thing now. <laughs> so I think the two most famous ones were Bitcoin Cash and Bitcoin SV. They branch out. They had this big fork out of Bitcoin. Yeah, uh, and there is one. There is one uh, fork from the Ethereum. Is the Ethereum Classic? Yes, there's the Ethereum Classic. That's right. That's right. So yeah. So going back, what you say, you use the same. It's not a fork, but they use. Bitcoin, the Bitcoin code as a base. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah, exactly. So the, the easiest way to create your own uh, uh, blockchain, public blockchain, yeah, you can you can take the code of the Bitcoin, which is public, publicly visible, yeah, uh, accessible. You can take that that code, change some 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 kind of the parameters. Let's say, yeah, let's say for example the uh, block time. Yeah, Bitcoin has ten minutes. Yeah, you can change it to one minute, for example. Yeah, and then. Uh, run this 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 node for example. Then, uh, sorry, run uh, the code here and create the network from that. Yeah. Then then what you could do is, except the changing the parameters, you can completely change the code. Yeah. So what you could do is uh, you can change what is visible uh, in the in the block in the single block itself. So for example, what Monero did is that they probably I I cannot I am not super sure but i am like 99 percent sure that they they took the uh, bitcoin code uh, and then what they did is they add special ability to mangle the transactions inside the block which means that you if when you have a new block produce produced you know who was participating in that who was sending money in that block yeah but you cannot tell from which part which address to which address or from which user to which user the, the money uh, went yeah so basically let's say that you have the 1000 transactions yeah so the 
uh, people exchange the coins between each other, yeah, but you you cannot tell which one uh, got what coins, yeah, and, and basically because this this gives this adds the uh, this adds the privacy to the Monero uh, blockchain, yeah, and they 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 created this as a feature for the Monero. Monero is created with uh, having the main focus on privacy. Yeah, exactly. So. Is there anything else you want to add before we move to decentralized finance in Ethereum? Yeah. So, so what we could what we could uh, tell a little bit more is about the uh, about the modern uh, blockchains. Yeah. So yes. The, yes. That's yeah. So, 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 yeah. So the modern blockchains. Basically, the modern blockchains they are mostly uh, proof of uh, stake blockchains. Yeah. Which which means that the the proof of stake is like proof of work and proof of stake are essential in uh, understanding the difference between blockchains and uh, it's essential to understand the how important is the change that we are seeing right now. Yeah, so we 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 see the the shift from the proof of work blockchains to the proof of stake. Okay, so when you see modern blockchains, which ones are you talking about? Yeah, so I can like the EOS is one of them. Uh, then the Cosmos, uh, like the, I, I will be telling about the most popular ones here, which is the EOS, Cosmos, Algorand, and Cardano. Yeah, all of them are, are proof of uh, stake uh, uh, blockchain. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to find the next Bitcoin at the moment. Yeah, so that for me, everybody's trying the to find the next Bitcoin. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but, but I am I am looking um, from the point of view of the technology a little bit. I have like a technological background. Yeah, I can read the white papers uh, a little bit. Yeah, I can like check if something uh, has a arms and legs. Yeah, etc. etc. And not it's it's not just another weird coin. Let's say. Yeah. Yeah. So 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 like the the quite quite interesting ones blockchains uh, at the moment. Uh, in my opinion, is the the EOS. Because the, they have the tremendous uh, throughput of the transactions, they are sacrificing the 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 decentralizations, yeah, decentralization, because they don't have a 100% decentralization yet. Yeah? The, the, they can achieve uh, like thousand transactions per second. Worth mentioning is the the cosmos, which is because the the cosmos is quite important for the uh, for the technology. Because they, what they are promising is they are promising to connect other bitcoins. Uh, they are promising to connect other blockchains together. Yeah. We, so this, so the cosmos is trying to solve the problem that if you have a bitcoin, you could basically maybe not move them, move bitcoins to Ethereum, but what you could do is you could lock the bitcoins in the bitcoin networks that you cannot access it, and then you will. Receive other coin in let's say Ethereum, and then you can use that other coin to do the decentralized fine the decentralized finance operation. Yeah, like let's say uh, lending, borrowing. Uh, yeah, so which so which so is like it's worth keeping an eye on the on the cosmos. Yeah, then there is a a, a ripple, uh, which is uh, still it's it's quite interesting because of what they are promising is they are trying to build a a backbone for the the largest institutions in the world, basically banks, yeah, like the Deutsche Bank or the uh, Bank of England, uh, to use that backbone, yeah, to send money between the, the those institutions, yeah. 
and uh, and so they are like in talks uh, with them yet the banks could communicate using the ripple protocol basically yeah and then there are like another ones that are just plain proof of stake algorithm yeah which is the algorand and and cardano they are quite interesting because the the they are sophisticated enough so the algorithms are sophisticated enough so that the i put a lot of credibility uh, and trust that they will be uh, they, they they solutions are properly done okay now that's that's a good overview it's a very good overview these blockchains they are based on proof of stake you consider them more modern yes exactly what do you call them modern okay are so, they so, better so, <laughs> yeah were so, they so, once before not as good <laughs> yeah there are a couple of reasons yeah so the, the so the main thing about the old blockchains is that they are slow yeah this is the, the this is the biggest problem and 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 every blockchain community is working to solve that problem at the moment yeah so so for example in the bitcoin you have like five transactions per second yeah so the pro so the problem with with, with that is that you can you, you have to wait long time for your uh, transaction to be uh, committed to the blockchain yeah and when you are using those blockchains you can see that yeah you you issue a transaction you would like to send money to your friend or something like that yeah and you, you need to basically wait uh, and the, the it's not even you have to wait for the block to be produced you you have to wait a couple of blocks here yeah, because your transaction didn't go to the to the first block produced so so this is the biggest biggest challenge at the moment and the, to solve that problem we need to increasing the throughput of the of the blockchain so we, which is throughput is how many transactions per second that they can execute basically yeah and with the proof of work you cannot do that so they are switched to proof of stake yeah and and now you have those main mm -hmm. blockchains here yeah, that they try to do it maybe we do another episode just talking about proof of work and proof of stake i think they will be good yeah it would be really good for people to to see the differences i would like to talk about decentralized finance now i had um, some previous episodes where i invited people to come and talk about decentralized finance or most i would say 99 percent of the time all this decentralized app i built on yeah. ethereum could you tell me a little bit about more about why they choosing Ethereum? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, so be, be mostly when you are participating in the in the blockchain, yeah, you you are choosing the platform that you have the the largest trust on it. Yeah, when you trust the most. Yeah, and uh, because the the you, you you even if you are an engineer, yeah, it's really hard to take the white papers of the Ethereum or or other blockchains. Yeah. And then verify the the assumptions that it's safe. Yeah. So what, what what so basically the popularity of the blockchain, yeah, is at the same time the proof that it's safe. Yeah. So so if you see that oh this large organization is using Ethereum for the financial stuff, let's say, yeah. So you, you are you are like they are gaining the credit the Ethereum gain that way the Ethereum gain is gaining the credibility and more people are trusting the Ethereum and then more people are using it. Yeah. So this is the main reason that the the Ethereum is the is the one that is uh, most like most popular one and only one probably at the moment. Is Ethereum have any downfalls? I've heard about scalability problem. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah. So so, so yeah, Basically, well-known problems for Ethereum yeah, is that the uh, they they have have limited throughput of the transactions. Yeah. That cannot exceed. 
and then the transactions are quite expensive to run. So these are two main uh, reasons that the other companies are working on the of the of the other solutions. Yeah. Yeah. So 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 basically, the, the decentralized finance is like the, a big, really big word. Yeah. Um, and it will take lots of time yeah, to be able to uh, to move 100% to the decentralized finance. Yeah? At the moment, we have lots of products. You have lots of companies that they are advertising under the DeFi, uh, uh, decentralized finance uh, term. But it's not always like that. Yeah? So, for example, the, for the decentralized finance, the main thing for the decentralized finance is that there is no third party institution that is taking uh, uh, that's taking a role into in in the in a financial procedure so for example when you have the uh, uh, decentralized borrowing and lending the, the, the biggest problem is that who is uh, who will be keeping the uh, the uh, collateral asset in the custody yeah so so it's easily solvable in the in the ethereum let's say but for example, imagine that the, you you would like to borrow some kind of some kind of the money, yeah. But you have only Bitcoin as a collateral, yeah. So then, the, so then there's a problem, yeah, that you cannot basically put Bitcoin as a as a collateral, yeah, to to get the the, the loan, yeah. So what you need to do is you need to sell the the Bitcoins, yeah, buy Ethereum, for example, or other other coin, yeah, on the Ethereum uh, network, and then you can. Uh, finalize the the loan is there any DeFi projects you like to mention or have you used uh, some of them yourself yeah so 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 like the the lending block is one of them it's not 100% like i said the the centralized yeah it's called the lending block lending block lending block yeah. uh-huh. lending block yeah so what you could do is you, you can borrow and lend as an institution it's only for institutions at the moment yeah? but what you can do is you can borrow uh, or lend cross-chain coins yeah so for example you can borrow bitcoin borrow stable coin yeah having the bitcoin as a collateral which is not 100 percent decentralized here because there is a third party uh, as a custody yeah to keep the collateral uh, secure and now now i'd like to talk a little bit about yourself um how did you gain to the blockchain space and also Talk a little bit about Ulan Labs. You were the founder and the CEO. How did you get into blockchain? Yeah, so so I am like the, I am CEO of the of the Ulan Labs, and we specialize in uh, building applications on top of the uh, crypto world, let's say. And so so uh, how I learn about the about the crypto and and the Bitcoin? Yeah. So 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 the most important thing is that the uh, as a techni- as a technical person, yeah, when I heard about the Bitcoin, yeah, it was really fascinating for me. Yeah, the the the, the most fascinating part is obviously the technical one, but the other, uh, m- probably even more, is that the, there was the a uh, a single person, which is the 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 Satoshi, uh, who cre- who without any company, any foundings, yeah, and just being a programmer was able to create a a a, 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 a thing. Yeah, and probably at the moment he's the richest man in the in the one of the richest men in the in the world. Yeah, because that nobody knows how many how many bitcoins he was able to mine before. Yeah, uh, do you, giving up, like. Do you have any guesses who Satoshi who Satoshi is? 
or is it one person in your opinion? Yeah, I really, yeah, I really have no idea. For me, this is the Satoshi thing that he disappeared. Yeah, it's like a we will see lots of movies about him. Yeah, there's yeah. even I don't know, Anna, and I don't know if you heard about the about the there's a movement that Satoshi is a woman. Uh, because that nobody knows his personality, yeah. So the, there's there's a movement in the in the in the world, yeah. Mostly in the London, UK. Uh, I have a couple of friends that they are uh, participating in that. So when they are describing the Satoshi and they are writing different articles, etc., etc., so they are referring uh, Satoshi as a her. <laughs> uh -huh. yes. Well, I heard I've heard different versions of it. Um, some crazy theories. There isn't even, um, there was this guy, Craig Wright, that claimed that he was Satoshi. Or, and also, I think the most plausible one, in my opinion, is Satoshi is not one person. It, it's maybe different people, they, like a team. But, um, but I follow um, Joe McAfee on Twitter, he's my favorite. And he says Satoshi is one person and he knows who Satoshi is, but he won't say it. <laughs> uh, so when did you first heard about Bitcoin and about crypto? Which year? It, it, was, it was a little bit late, probably. It was like uh, 2012, probably. Uh, no, or, it's, not or, late. Or... it's not late at all. I think, um, yeah, most people heard about Bitcoin probably a couple of years after that, like 2014, 15, so. Do you want to tell me a little bit more about Ulan Labs and the work you guys do there? When did you start Ulan Labs? Yeah, so it is like, currently the Ulan Labs was created, like, it's hard to tell at the moment, yeah, because the, at the beginning it was, it was just a, a company that was referred without any marketing, let's say. Uh, then we created the branding, yeah, and the, the, then we had like 10 employees and 20 employees, yeah, so, 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 so we can say that the branding as a Ulam Lab started like four years uh, ago, yeah? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and we, what we, what the, main, the main thing about the Ulam Labs is that we started as a, as a Python company, because I, my, my main background is, the, is a Python programmer. Uh, but we shifted uh, uh, last year or two years ago into the uh, crypto industry, uh, like more and more blockchain crypto industry at the moment. Yeah, and now we are like we are, we are trying to sell our services to the companies that they would that, that try to build the decentralized the centralized world. I'll put the link in the description if people want to know a little bit more about Ulan Labs. Yeah, they can reach me on the ulan.io. Ulan.io. Okay. If you want, we can, you know, after a couple of months, we can come back and talk about proof of work and proof of stake and differences. I think it'd be nice yes. as well. Yeah, we could yeah. Do that. Okay, great. Thanks for listening. If you want to know how Blockchain PI can help your business grow, just go to www.blockchainpr.online.